0: See you there! No court response no rules. Do it yourself, bring and pop
1: right back to its roots. I wanna go, I wanna go to Camp
0: Bossylvania! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.
1: On this episode of your life the mixtape bonus tracks i am joined by brian raleigh of ne'er do well the his debut single compromise is out now as well as his debut ep fun days i highly recommend you check both of those out they're both absolutely fantastic hello
0: hey greg thanks for having me
1: thank you for being here um so Tell us about uh, compromise and fun days.
0: Fun days is basically a a five song sampler of the things that inspired me when I was growing up uh, in my my small hometown in Pennsylvania. So um, there's a bunch of different styles on there. It runs the gamut from like pop punk to like '80s old school arena rock, and lyrically. Um, I tried to tap into a lot of those feelings, like the kind of angst and uncertainty that come with uh, sort of standing on the precipice of this next phase of your life and not really being sure what is going to happen, but being cautiously optimistic for it at the same time. Um, And that's really, uh, I get the most into that feeling in compromise, which uh, is, is directly inspired by you know, when I was 17, 18 years old, growing up in Pennsylvania, feeling um, kind of trapped and dissatisfied with the way that things were happening there, just because, you know, it was it's kind of the, the quintessential like I hate this town record. Um, I was getting ready to move from Gilbertsville to uh, Austin, Texas, to start going to college and pursue hopefully music, but I really didn't know what to expect. Um, So just uh, preparing for that big life change and hoping and praying that I was making the right choice and that I wasn't actually just, you know, making a compromise uh, or doing the wrong thing. So if
1: if I was making a playlist and I wanted to include a compromise on it, what's what's the best vibe for for that?
0: Yeah um, compromise is pretty firmly in like kind of new school pop punk territory. Um, I think I saw like some some of my friends said that when they first streamed it you know on Spotify like the radio kind of autoplay feature that comes up. It had me like next to some artists, like uh, I think like Mayday Parade and Motion City Soundtrack, which like I think I think ne'er do well as an overall entity is a little heavier than those bands, but it's a pretty good fit, I think um, if we're talking like slightly older and bigger bands like I really love and was influenced by you know Green Day and Fall Out Boy and. Um, there's also some newer bands that kind of toe the line between that pop punk and classic rock sound like, uh, white reaper and the dirty nil, um, groups like that, I think, uh, compromise and the rest of the EP would make sense, um, on a playlist with, with artists like that. When are you most creative? I think I'm most creative actually when I'm a little under stimulated, Um, I just find that, you know, if I've got a lot of stuff going on in my personal or professional life, um, it's, it's difficult to sit down and actually like make sense of what I'm going through in the moment. Um, I need a little bit of time to sort of distance myself from things and, you know, maybe look back on a a stressful or tumultuous period of time with, with like a little objectivity, um, to be able to like really reflect and make sense of it. Um, So a lot of the songs on fun days, they, they took, you know, or I, I wrote them maybe over the course of two or three years, um, because they were all inspired by things that that happened to me in my life. But like in the moment I was just focused on trying to get through those things going on in my life. And then later, you know, once I had that distance, I could look back on it and say like, okay, this is how this thing played out and this is how it affected me. Um, but I definitely had to be in a, in a different place, like physically and mentally, um, to be able to look back on those and, and make heads or nice. tails of them.
1: If, uh, if suddenly we decided that uh, this podcast was going to become like a tiny desk concert type thing, uh, where, does, where does compromise fall in the set list?
0: Um, compromise would probably be uh, second in the set. Um, granted neer do only played one show so far, but the way that we structured that set list was, uh, we came out swinging with the second song on the EP, which is called feel no pain. Um, more of a high octane, kind of like vintage heavy rock song. Um, I, I don't play guitar on that one live. I just sing. So can like run around the stage and try to get people's attention. Uh, and then once we hit them with that, uh, then I try to bring out Compromise. Uh, I think it's like a good, kind of a good time-honored bit of programming. Um, you know, bring out the, the single, the hit, which is not yet a hit, but hopefully a, a bit of foreshadowing on my part. <laughs> bring out the hit second in the set and, and show them what you're all about. I think that's a song that is the best blend of like all of the sensibilities musically on the EP. And so I like to put that one pretty close to the front of the set to show people what we're about
1: what advice would you give the next generation of musicians?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this one previously and, uh, it's kind of funny. I feel like I'm still kind of in, in the beginner stage myself. So, um, there's, there's not, I feel like any advice I have to give, take with a grain of salt. But with that said, um, if there's one thing that I feel like I have learned so far, it's that, um you can't write music to please other people or because you think it will perform well. Um you just got to make art that stays true to yourself. Um I would also say that if you know what you want and you have a clear vision for how you want to execute, you know, your art, um you know, it's like the old saying goes, if you want something done right, you've got to do it yourself. Um, which is not to say that you have to do every single step of the process, 100% by yourself, but like being able to take charge of that creatively and, and strategically, and then, um, surround yourself with people who are more talented and more knowledgeable than you in whatever like area you're, you're looking for. Um, so for example, with, with ne'er and with fun days, like I wrote my own press release because I have a career in journalism. So I was like, I know the music and, and the story behind this better than anybody else is going to. Um, but then with all the other multimedia and promotional aspects of it, I, I'm, I'm not a publicist. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not a photographer. I'm not an artist, a visual artist. So. You know, I just went about surrounding myself with like the most talented film crew I could find, the best album and t-shirt artists I could find, the best photographer who incidentally is my wife. So that was a pretty convenient partnership. Um, You know, the best publicist I could find, Um, just surrounding myself with a team of really great, talented people um, who were on board um, in, you know, the service of my vision and helping me achieve what I set out to
1: so how, and you, you kind of answered this already. How, how personal is fun days? Like how, how much of Brian is in this EP?
0: Very close to a hundred percent personal. Um, I, I think almost all of the songs are written in first person or second person, like me talking to somebody, uh, you know, regarding like interactions that, that played kind of a pivotal role in my life. But again, um, those feelings of like kind of teen angst and uncertainty moving from one chapter of your life to the next, um, that kind of anxiety that like, you know, did I, did I waste all my time doing the wrong thing? Is it too late for me to do the thing that I've been dreaming of doing? Um, you know, there's an experience that I, that I drew from like being kicked out of a a previous band uh, and deciding like once and for all to kind of set it out on my own path to pursue my own music and, and build this thing from the ground up. Um, So yeah, I really was drawing on all sorts of experiences from, I mean, probably a span of like the last eight to 10 years of my life um, and trying to make sense of them. And, and Uh, put them in together in a way that, that made sense.
1: If, if you had an extra
0: hour in the day, what would you do with it? I would love to tell you that I would spend it playing guitar or singing (laughs) scales and, you know, getting better at my craft. Uh, But in reality, I would probably just like watch TV, hang out with my wife, spend some time with her, take the dog out, um, you know, play some fetch or take her to the park. Uh, or very realistically, I might just grab an extra hour of sleep. I feel like I'm a very tired person most of the time. (laughs) That, uh, that seems to be the general consensus on
1: this question is I'd, I'd just take a nap. Yeah, for sure. What was the moment that you decided that music was it for you?
0: I probably had a few different, um, like foundational moments, uh, throughout my life. I mean, really, I always knew that I wanted to pursue music and, um, I certainly always wanted to do it full-time and hoped that I would be able to do it full-time. Um, you know, I had those classic like arguments with my parents when I was in high school about like, uh, you know, am I going to go to college or am I going to not go to college and, you know, pursue music and, you know, go for broke. Um, and of course we had plenty of arguments about that. I remember there was one time my parents were like, look, you know, music is just going to be a a, a hobby. It's not going to be something that you do for, for money. Um, and I remember I didn't say anything back because I didn't want to make any sort of like crazy bold claim. And then, you know, have to, uh, you know, take my foot out of my mouth years later. But I do remember at the time I was kind of like, well, you know what, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I kind of like rededicated myself to the cause at that point. Um, but then, you know, several years passed. And really when I made the decision to pursue ne'er-do-well and, and write and perform this EP all by myself, um, which was uh, late 2020 when I finally committed to that, that was another huge moment of really like, betting on myself and trusting my instincts um, and and believing in my own talent uh, and seeing how far I could take it. Um, And I would say that was probably the first time that it wasn't, it felt less like this sort of fleeting hope or pipe dream and more of, um, okay, this is a thing that I want. And I feel like I have actionable steps to actually accomplish it now.
1: What do you want uh, people to get out of listening to fun days what do you want them to walk away with
0: well i would say first and foremost i hope they think it's catchy i hope they like the songs man i hope they're fun to listen to um because certainly like the most meaningful songs in the world aren't worth much if they're a chore to listen to (laughs) um but you know if they do enjoy it uh on a on a kind of surface level i hope that they're able to listen to it and feel inspired. And I hope they're able to realize that like those feelings of angst and uncertainty and, you know, even like depression in spots, all those things that I'm writing about, um, those things aren't unique to any one person. You know, they're they're experiences that we kind of communally communally uh, go through. Um, And I think if we remind ourselves of that, you know, I I think it helps us to practice a little bit more empathy overall. Um, You know, those feelings are normal it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with us if we, if we have them. And I know I spent a lot of time thinking like, Oh, well, something's, something is wrong with me. If I'm feeling this way, if I'm feeling anything less than stellar, um, which is obviously not true. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, I would love for people to also be inspired in the sense that like, not only are those feelings normal, but they can be productive, you know, and they can turn into something, um, really positive and fruitful, even if they're painful or uncomfortable at the time.
1: What, what kind of film do you feel like uh, compromise would, would best fit into?
0: Probably any sort of like, you know, John Hughes style, like teen comedy, um, you know, high school comedy, Bonus points if it maybe involves some sort of like elaborate revenge plot along the way. Um, Also bonus points if it stars like anybody from the cast of Sex Education on Netflix, because I love that show. So like if Emma Mackey sees this interview at any point, and if she hears the song and she likes it, all my contact info is on my social media. You know where to find me, Emma. Uh, Give me a call. We can work something out uh, for your next project. Uh, but yeah, any sort of, you know, irreverent comedy, I think it would be a good fit for.
1: So tell the folks, uh, listening at home and all over the world, uh, where they can check out fun days.
0: Yeah. Fun days is available everywhere that people listen to music and probably a lot of places that people don't it's on all the major streaming services, Spotify, Apple music, uh, YouTube music, Amazon title, etc. cetera um it's also available on my bandcamp account. Um you can stream it or download it. Um if if uh having a download of something on your computer is important to you, um but yeah, it's pretty much available anywhere online right now. Excellent. And
1: I where can they find you on uh,
0: social media? I am on Instagram and most active on Instagram. I need to like remember my handle. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's ne'er do well underscore ATX. Um, ne'er do well is just all one word, no funky capitalization or punctuation or anything like that. Um, I'm also super active on Twitter, but I am just on Twitter as myself. Um, Brian Raleigh, uh, just my name, first name, last name, uh, but I share plenty of neer well stuff on there as well. neer well is also on Facebook, but right now Facebook is kind of just a vehicle for all of our Instagram posts. So Instagram is definitely the best bet for anybody who wants to stay up to date on new music or new shows or anything else coming out the pipeline. Excellent. Um, thank you so much for being here today. I have I have
1: enjoyed this immensely um, and I, I very much look forward to what you have out now and everything that's coming in the future.
0: Thanks a lot, Greg. You and me both. I'm excited to see what we come up with next.